0: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com. And on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out. And that's it. I always like to start with something interesting and Apple never talks about unreleased products and things that they're working on. And that's why when Apple CEO Tim Cook spoke to the BBC about future augmented reality products from the company, it was all like, whoa, what's going on? What did he say? Well, here's what he said, Tim Cook. In the future, people will wonder how we lived without AR. We are investing a ton of money in that space, right? Apple's AR glasses would replace an iPhone. And this is really big stuff because the iPhone accounts for more than half of Apple's revenues. And if you don't know what AR is, just watch the matrix and you can see directions, notes, text messages, and more everything in your glasses. And rumor is that we're gonna see some version of these glasses from Apple in 2024. And I'm gonna tell you one thing, pirates. Oh my gosh, pirates. They're gonna be one of the first customers for those Apple glasses. You know why? Because they like, Ar are I know that was pretty bad, but I heard you laugh. I knew that you laughed. Hey, it's Kim Commando today because tech never stops. All right, every single day I scour the websites and news wires and I talk to my friends, industry insiders to just bring you up to date on five things that you need to know about tech. And in this part of the show, I like to focus on tech news and what's happening in our world. And let's talk about Russia and the Ukraine, because when Russia shut down Ukraine's internet service, Elon Musk bypassed all the Russians and ordered his Starlink internet satellite-based service to reconnect to Ukraine. And in Iran, he's done it again. Because what's been happening is the citizens are revolting against their oppressive government. And the government's first move is always to just shut off all lines of communication, especially social media. So Iran followed this playbook exactly after its morality police, those roving packs of Iranian goons in uniforms they beat a poor young woman to death because they thought she was wearing immodest clothing. So for 15 nights and more, rioting crowds, they were gathering in the streets, chanting death to the dictator. And meanwhile, Elon Musk, he quietly turned on his starling satellite internet back to Iran, orbiting at an altitude of 340 miles, far out of reach of both the government and those morality police. Which brings us to number two on our list of five things that you need to know. The Cybertruck, oh, do you remember that? Let's take a trip back to November of 2019 when Elon Musk unveiled a long-rumored Cybertruck. I don't know if you saw, it was kind of a strange reveal, the not-so-smashing success of bulletproof windows that weren't really bulletproof. Well, production was already supposed to be gone. Now, me, now Musk says that the Cybertruck isn't gonna arrive until next year and that's not the only Tesla EV that's getting pushed back. They also were going to release this electric 18-wheeler, a Roadster, and then you also might remember back in 2020, Tesla said, hey, we're gonna have an electric car for the masses at $25,000. Not so much anymore. Now, Musk seems fine with all the delays because he is prioritizing the development of the Tesla bot, also known as Optimus. And he says that the AI-powered humanoid robot is the most important product that Tesla is developing. And it has the potential to be even more than the car business. And we're hearing a lot more about it since Musk's AI Day. But like Elon Musk, the whole thing sounds, I don't know, pretty high maintenance. Number three on our list is that police can access your home cams anytime. We all know crime in America, it's just spiraling out of control. So in the name of safety, would you allow your local police to access your private security cameras? Well, think about this. In San Francisco, where homelessness crime is rampant, the mayor has convinced the board of supervisors to allow San Francisco police the legal authority to access private security cameras and get this without a warrant. Now to remain within the law, the police first need your written consent and then once given, they can access your cameras home or business anytime without any further notice. Now, if all this says, whoa, this is a big red flag, you're not alone. Both the ACLU and the Bar Association of San Francisco believe it's only a matter of time before police begin abusing the power, monitoring any place or time that they want, regardless of what the owner says. It's a 15 month experiment and we'll see. I mean, you know, a recent study also found California has the highest rate of depression and infidelity in America. That state is just a sad state of affairs. Uh, number four on our list is also about Apple. It's a reminder about how far we've come in technology since the 1960s, right? The 1960s, it really was a decade that changed a lot of things. Colored TVs became common. Transistor radios with a single earphone were everywhere. Now, most people live today have never seen one, but just know the more transistors, the better the radio. Now, A 12 transistor radio was top of the line. I know this is kind of geeky, but just follow me. All of this brings me to Apple's new AirPods Pro 2. These are their best ever noise-canceling earbuds. Now, they have twice the noise-canceling ability of their predecessors, and they're just the best on the market. So how did Apple do this? How did they pull it off? Well, their new H2 processor with 12 million microscopic transistors inside all work to sort out what's noise what you actually want to hear it's phenomenal now viewing it all from the 1960s 12 cent transistor radios i mean the airpods pro 2 would just be really science fiction and finally number five on our list who uses floppy disks anymore okay i was cleaning out you know that crowded junk closet last week and i ran across all things floppy disks do you remember them but I started thinking who really uses them anywhere? Well, here's the surprising answer. This is something you can use to impress your family members and friends on Zoom calls or even on cocktails and family reunions. As it turns out, if you find an old PC or Apple computer, getting floppy disks isn't that difficult. There's a gentleman by the name of Tom Persky and he's the founder of floppy disk.com. Yeah, this is a thing. He is the last man standing in the floppy disk business, selling and recycling old computer storage devices. Now, who do you think is his biggest customer? Come on, think about it. America's airlines. Now, almost all of them use computer systems that can be up to 50 years old, 1970 and 80 mainframe computers, and back then, floppy disks were the preferred way to get all of your information in and out of the machine. So today, the least expensive way to keep them going is to give them exactly what they want, which is floppy disks and lots of them. Oh, this is a true story. I showed my nephew an old floppy disk and he actually said, wow, Kim, that's amazing. I mean, you 3D printed the save icon. I'm like, "Mm, not so much the save icon. All right, coming up, we have so many things to cover. I'm gonna tell you the signs that a keylogger is on your phone and recording every single thing and sending it back to who knows who. We're gonna talk about some Google map tricks for going out to eat. Oh, this is really handy. This was actually a letter from my listener mail. How do you search through all of your old Facebook posts for something very specific without going through the timeline and wasting time doing that? We're also going to talk about how you can hear your television at whatever volume that you want. So in case you're living with somebody and they just maybe don't appreciate your love of uh, Twilight Zone or Old Western, so you don't have to go crazy anymore. And this is also interesting. You want to start playing a game. Have you ever thought about what type of time commitment this is going to take, right? So I'll tell you how you can know how many hours it's going to take to beat a game before you actually start the game. And of course we have all of your great phone calls that you don't want to miss here on Kim Commando today. All right, how about we start with David? Hello there, David. Glad to have you with us. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for your call today. What's going on? Um,
1: I I have a security system, a SWAN system. It's probably maybe eight years old, uh, eight cameras, um, and I have it connected, so not as much for security because up here where I live, um, it's pretty safe. We don't really have any problem. But my mother-in-law lives down uh, in Maryland, at okay. 800 miles away, and she likes to keep an eye on us. <laughs> so as we go out, out in the yard or shovel snow, she loves it when I'm shoveling snow. Um,
0: <laughs> of course. She's your mother-in-law. Make that guy work. Make right. him get him out there. <laughs> right. Great. Right. So um, this system is starting to fail, and I'm wondering what what is a good system now? Um, how many cameras do you have? I have eight. Okay, you have eight. Um, and it's strictly just so she can check out. Do you have cameras inside too or just outside?
1: No um, just uh, outside.
0: Okay, just look, all look right. Look at the property. You know, we want we, we want that secrecy in the house. <laughs> well, you know, I was I was thinking it was a little weird just to let you know, I'm like, okay, the guy has mother-in-law like looking in the kitchen, seeing what they're doing all over. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, well, you, you know, the probably the easiest cameras to use and to set up are Nest Cams, right? Uh, and Nest. And but and they have outdoor housings and they have some that run on batteries now for two years you don't need to change them. Matter of fact, you know you just kind of you just take it out of the box and you slap it up and it's become fairly easy. Uh, the problem is is that I think for your situation it may not be the best. Um, okay. Because. It, you can buy a system of eight cameras and it will be a lot less costly because each outdoor camera, let's just save for giggles with the casing and everything else, you know, let's say we're just roughing it. It's like 200 bucks a pop, 150 a pop or something like that. Right. Okay. So if we start uh, yeah. adding that up, well, that's $1,600. Okay. You and I, you know, we went, we had math in school. Okay. So we don't need our phone to do that. Um, no. And so I think if we, if I can, to give you a link to, uh, it's a company called Real Link. I seem to recommend them a lot here on the show. Is that she will she can sign in and she can see all eight cameras at once, and then she can point and That's choose to see. Which yeah. one. Okay, then she can just point exactly. and choose and see. Yes, yeah, see which one that she wants to uh, to zoom in on, and then you could actually have it record if you wanted to on a DVR. But a system like this is about nine hundred dollars, eight or nine hundred dollars. And you know you don't have any recurring fees. You don't have these monthly subscriptions and good things like that. So let me do this. Um, let me put a link over inside the Commando community, and what that means, David, is that if you go to commando.com/community, is these are people that actually you know pay to have early access to the show and they use the message boards and things like that. And I'd love for you to become a member, but here and there in the on the Q and A message board uh, is that's where I go ahead and I link everything that you might need in order to take a look at my recommendation. And so again, that's over inside commando.com community. And then I'll put a link to the real link camera over in the tech QA forum. Now you know when I travel, speaking of cameras, I leave my laptop open in the hotel room. There's a website called critter.camera and the screen goes black so nobody knows what anything's going on, but it records any activity in the room. Once again that's critter camera. Just go to critter.camera. I'm sorry, critter.camera. All right. Ryan, glad to have you with us today. Hi there, Ryan.
1: Hi, Kim. Thanks for taking
0: my call. You got it. What's going on? How can I help you out?
1: Well, just wondering about internet filters. Um, I've been using Kaspersky Safe Kids, and it's been really good. It's only fourteen ninety nine a year, and I've been just really happy with it, but now I'm hearing about security risks of doing business with
0: Kaspersky. Yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem. Your thoughts, yeah. Because, you know, see, the the problem is, if you think about it, is that they have, I don't know, 8 million customers, Kaspersky does, and it is a Moscow-based company. And if somebody wanted to send down some malicious content to DDoS or to spread malware, all they would have to do is just push down an update, right? An automatic update. And then they would have this army of computers that could infiltrate and do all kinds of damage. So that's why my recommendation was, as soon as this whole Ukraine-Russia war started, was to make sure that you, you don't use any type of Kaspersky software. Now, Kaspersky has come out and said, no, don't worry about us, we're in Moscow, but it doesn't mean that Vladimir Putin can tell us what to do. Okay, yeah, and, okay. Um, sure, I think I might believe that, maybe, I don't. So, yeah. And so that's why you don't want to use the Kaspersky software. And, and you're right, I mean, it's fairly decent. It's only $15 a year. Uh, but I'm really glad that you called in because there's actually... Uh, another free alternative that you might like. Um, oh, there's okay. a web, there's a website called Open DNS And they have something called Family Shield. And it works pretty much like Kaspersky. You can set up profiles and you can block things on the server level or at the router level. You can also just just check categories like, I don't want any uh, adult themed yeah. websites. I don't want any tobacco. But I will tell you that, uh, when I had this on our computers, when Ian, my son, was you know growing up, is that my husband Barry came in to me and he's like, this crap has to stop now. And I'm like, what? He goes, I can't get to my sikar website. <laughs> and so I was like, All right, cause, yeah," because I checked tobacco. So there's, so there's some like little play in there, you know, as far as actually setting it up. Um, but of course, you know, if you want to pay for it, you know, Custodio for families is actually it's going to give you a lot more features as far as being able to see parameters and set parameters and set schedules and things like that but that's going to be 150 bucks a year so you know why don't you try yeah. try the, the open dns see if that yeah see if that you know kind of fits the bill it might it's been around for a long time so they've kind of worked out a lot of the issues and it's at opendnscom shield. that's opendnscom shield. Oh, just one note about the kids contract. If you have kids, you really should check it out. Whether the kids are five or 15 or even 18, it kind of gives you that starting point for that conversation, as I said, um, but I want you to share it as much as possible, really commando.com slash contract commando.com slash contract in your church groups, youth groups, scouts, wherever it is, your schools, just uh, share it as much as you want. Cause we need to protect all of our kids here in this digital age. All right, so playing a game on your Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC, or Steam account is a lot of fun, and it really is a great way to knock out some stress. But playing games is a real-time commitment. So here's an insider secret to know how many hours it's going to take to beat a game before you get started playing it. So Stray is a popular game where you're a stray cat in a decaying city, and if you play all aspects of the game, it's going to take you about nine hours. But that's nothing compared to Xenoblade Chronicles 3 on a Switch, You're going to spend 154 hours getting to the end of the game. Wow. Spider-Man is uh, 42 hours on a PlayStation. In Ring is 131 hours on a PC. So to check how long to beat your games, drop by this site, howlongtobeat.com. Once again, that's howlongtobeat.com. All right. Still to come, we have more of your phone calls and a great tip on how you can search through all of your old Facebook posts for something specific that you don't want to miss. We have more of your phone calls and you have more of me, Kim Commando. Hey, if you like quick tips, just a quick reminder, if you have not already gotten your free Windows or Mac guide, head over to commando.com slash free guide. Once again, that's commando.com slash free guide. It's perfect. Whether you're a pro or a novice on Windows or Mac, get it. It's free. commando.com slash free guide. Before we go back to all of your phone calls, maybe not everyone in your home shares your love of old Westerns or how loud you like the TV's volume. So here are some ways to silence those folks. Now, So you like the TV's volume loud, you can make it as loud as you want to hear it. Now, if your TV has Bluetooth, you can pair it with a Bluetooth headset, add options normally located in the TV settings menu, or check your streaming device. The Roku app offers private listening, so you can stream your audio to your phone or tablet. And from there, you can use your earbuds or your headset. Now, the Roku remote also has a headphone jack on the side. Now, here's a really smart option. Wireless gaming headsets are affordable, they're comfortable, have great sound and some even come with a transmitter. So make sure that the wireless gaming headset that you pick up supports optical audio for the transmitter connected to the TV. All right, back to the phones we go. Wow, this is so cool. Hello there, Tanya, glad to have you with us. Hi. Welcome, welcome, what's going on? How do I
2: get my photos back from Amazon Prime?
0: Well, what happened?
2: We use Amazon Prime uh, for photo backup, right? So you put the app on your phone, take your pictures. If you lose your phone, your pictures are safe up in the cloud. Sure. And then I thought to myself, well, what happens if we decide to cancel Amazon Prime? What happens to our pictures? There's thousands and thousands of pictures out there. So I go on the website thinking there has to be a way to just download a copy. I'm going to put all these on a hard drive, and I can, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, maybe there's an Explorer view. What am I missing here? And. You can download two or three, you can make a share link, but I saw no way to just get them all. So I got on the chat with their IT help and I said, hey, how do I get all of my pictures back? I just want want a copy of all of them from my own personal file. Oh, sorry, ma'am, there's no way to do that. You can only download them one at a time. And I thought that can't that no, can't be right.
0: No, that's not. Right. So
2: I no. did it again. I got back on the on the chat a second time. You know, another day when I had more time, and I got the same answer. So I, something something's not right. Please help me. <laughs> I don't know the <laughs> please, answer. I hope please. you do.
0: How many photos do you have up there? Do you think tens of thousands? Do you? Okay. All right. Yeah, um, photos, videos, twenty years worth of. Stuff. Oh, yeah. So you've got a lot. You know, it isn't that funny. Like, you. I mean, like, you know, if if you were to tell me like 15 years ago, I have tens of thousands of photos. I'd be like, are you just a crazy person? But now it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I totally get that. I mean, you know, why wouldn't you have 20,000 different photos of anything? Um, I might be a crazy person, but you I am might a crazy be. person with a lot of pictures. <laughs> That's OK. That's all right. It's all good. Um, just so everybody knows, we're all on the same page is that with your Prime membership, you get five gigs for full resolution photos and videos and you get unlimited. Limited photo storage with Prime. Okay, now you can download specific albums and folders, and then you can also sync the entire library locally. What that means is that you're going to sync it to your uh, your drive, and then you down mm-hmm. or you can download. There's two options. I'm going to give you uh, some steps on how to do this. Now there okay. is a there is a caveat. The caveat is is that you need to have enough free space on the C drive for it to actually work. Okay. Okay. And the the app does not allow you to point that download or that sync anywhere else. Okay. So in Uh, order, that was my next question. We can't point it to a different drive. No, it has to be be the C drive. And so, if you think about, you've got if you have ten thousand HD photos, ten thousand HD photos, you need at least thirty, maybe even fifty gigs. Yeah, on that C drive. And so maybe that's kind of what's happening is you don't have enough space, and then it's saying, well, you know, we're only going to allow you to do onesies, twosies. So check the C drive. You might have to move some stuff off of that and then move it back over to it. Um, but again, I'm going to put some step-by-steps for you, and those will be over at inside the Commando community. That's commando.com slash community, and there we have the Q&A forum, and I'll go ahead and post all those steps over for you. And so that this way, Tanya hey, we're all crazy, we got tens of thousands of photos, but at least you're not sitting there saying, do I have to keep Prime or will I lose everything? Because that's not the case. And thank you so much. You know, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you have just a ton of perks. There's a new one, I don't know if you know about this, so let me just pass it along, is that you now get a free year of Grubhub Plus as part of your Amazon Prime subscription. Now, Grubhub Plus is a monthly subscription. It's a food delivery service, and they have free food delivery on orders over $12 at participating restaurants, which is a lot of them. Uh, But additional perks, you get free food, exclusive discounts for Plus members, but it's normally priced at $10 a month. But if you're an Amazon Prime member, check the perks because you can check that box, and now you can get Grubhub Plus for absolutely free for the first year. All right, it's time now for a great tip. We're gonna talk about Facebook, and this week is brought to you by Dr. Marty Pets. All right, so maybe you remember this great meme that your friend posted to your Facebook wall back in, I don't know, 2020. But your stomach just sinks at the prospect of trying to go through all those searches on your timeline. Well, don't worry, there's an easier way to do it. As a matter of fact, you can thank a reader and listener by the name of Art for this trick because he asked me how to find old Facebook posts from years ago. And right now he just scrolls through all his old posts and then he eventually just says, oh, forget it. So it all comes down to the filter button on your profile page. You're going to click the filter and that's when you can filter your post by year, a location, keywords, and more. So you open Facebook, you go to your profile page, tap the three dot menu on the right-hand side of your screen, and then a small pop-up with a lot of options going to appear. And then that's where you want to select search And a new window is going to pop up so you can enter specific keywords that you're looking for. So maybe you want to find a funny cat video that your cousin posted to your wall five years ago. In that case, all right, you're smart. You're gonna look up the word cat and hit enter and search this profile. And then you can kind of go from there. But the bottom line is here, is that you don't have to start scrolling on your timeline. Just hit that three dot menu and then you can hit the search option. It really makes a lot of sense, Makes things a lot easier. All right, still to come, we have the sign signs that a keylogger's on your phone. And I've got three Google map tricks for going out to eat. And of course we have more of your phone calls you don't wanna miss here on Kim Commando today. All right, so you probably use Google Maps all the time for directions. And prepare to be amazed because Google Maps actually has some tricks you can use with restaurants. Now, if you're not already using maps to find restaurants, you're missing out because you can set maps to only show you restaurants that are maybe vegan or gluten-free. That's all in the settings menu. And number two, when a restaurant's shown in Google Maps, you can also see the average cost per person. That's super handy and number three this is good if you're the person who's always running late when you're meeting friends at a restaurant you can open the navigation at the bottom you'll see an option that says share trip progress this way your friends can see when you're actually going to get there And don't worry once you arrive at your location all that sharing is stopped let's see who's up next hello there lloyd happy to have you with us here on kim Commando today hi kim welcome what's going on how can i help you out Well, I love your
2: jokes, but the reason for my call today is I have to uh, transfer PDFs securely to people from time to time, and I'm trying to get clarity on my desktop outlook has a send securely encryption there's a proton mail and I, google drive is popular but sometimes the other side just can't quite get the document i wanted your take on best practice factoring in security nowadays
0: wow yeah well you know with pdfs you can lock those down pretty securely itself right i mean uh you can give it a password and and so that this way as it's traveling through the highways and byways that somebody just can't you know open it up and take a peek Uh, And so that's always an option. Are you saying like when you send it through Google Drive that that they have trouble finding it or opening it or they don't have a Google account and then they're like, what do I do now? And then you become a tech support person or what's the issue?
2: Exactly. About 10 percent of the time, something goes wrong. I, I share the access a few times. It's usually with a non Google email, and so I thought there's got to be something more reliable. Like you say, you don't want to be technical support for the other end. That's just a waste of time.
0: Yeah, and, you know, and and then it's it's also frustrating. Isn't it, you know, why, can, why is this so difficult for you? You know, It's like everybody in the world uses it. We have one billion okay. people on Gmail, but you can't figure it out. Okay, so. Uh, mm-hmm. You got that right. Okay, all right, I get you. All right, so, uh, you know, you have a couple of options. Um, you know, Dropbox is pretty good. Have you ever tried Dropbox? Yes. And do, do people have trouble with that? Because that's fairly easy. You just give them a link and then they just go get it. And they don't need you know, to have. Um, they don't need to have a Google account. That seems to be the big issue when you start using Google Drive, and because we notice that now, you know, when we are using Google Drive just for like sharing proposals and documents, is that if they, you know, sometimes it does require somebody to actually sign in with a Google account. And then people are like, I don't want to get a Google account, uh, then. You know, that's not an option. Um, You know, if you're doing this a lot for your business, you might consider setting up your own secure server. And so this way you can just put the docs there and then you could give people uh, the address and then they can just download it right off of your server. I don't know if you want to get into all that. But if you're looking for something easier to use than Google Drive, then it doesn't require you know, going through all the gyrations and still keeping things secure. Number one is make sure that you lock down the PDF on your side. And number two, give Dropbox a shot. You know, find somebody who you think is on a technical scale, one being none, 10 being IT genius. Find somebody about a three or a four in your uh, in your family members or in your friends and say, you know, how difficult is this for you to to use? And I think you'll find that Dropbox... Probably fits the bill there. Uh, Lloyd, thank you so much for your call. And also, thank you for liking my jokes. Somebody does, even the bad ones, I guess. I don't know. You know, Speaking of PDFs, there is a browser-based PDF editor. I get this question all the time. It's called I Love PDF, and it will allow you to edit PDFs, sign them, rotate them, merge them, split them, and it's actually free. Uh, We have the steps on how to actually use I Love PDF. It's all one word over on the website at commando.com. So just search for I love PDF. Let's see, Mark, you're up next. Hello there, Mark.
1: Hello, Kim. I cannot believe I am talking with you after years of just eavesdropping on your conversation.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) So now you've finally come to the front of the line. Thank you for that. Oh, Thank you. Oh my gosh. So what's going on? Um, Bottom line, I need an
1: app that will... Prevent phone calls from coming into a cell phone. Prevent phone calls from going out of a cell phone unless they are all in the contact list. And then a passcode in front to block anybody from Ooh. adding.
0: Sounds like there's a backstory to this. What's going on? <laughs> um,
1: in A 93-year-old relative, okay. and he has made some new friends, and we call them the scammers. Oh. He's in them to them for thousands of dollars. Oh. I mean many thousands of dollars. Oh, wow. And and worse than that is even this week he drove three hours to meet them. And You're kidding. Uh, so it's a safety issue. No. So and he's done this before. So so it's a safety issue. And we've we've done it you know, just so your listeners know we're we're smart people. You know, we've put alerts on things, we've blocked accounts, we've had the sheriff, the FBI, the bank president all talk to him. Um, but he said he's going to be the one that catches them. He knows he's being scammed, and he's going to catch them.
0: Oh, okay. So, well, there are bigger organizations than him, but that's okay. So, um, <laughs> let's um, let's. What kind of phone does he have? He has a Samsung
1: Android. It's a J3 Aura.
0: Okay. So here's what we're going to do: is we're going to put a, a parental control package on his phone. Okay. And that will uh, give you the ability to monitor the inbound and outbound calls. You can block calls. You can only allow calls from certain people. So his new friends, because he's going to be a vigilante, they won't be able to even contact him because it's not going to be on the list. So the calls are just going to be blocked. Okay. Uh, and then you can, you know, it's a third party package and it's relatively inexpensive, It's like 50 bucks a year. But it sounds like it's definitely well worth it That would pay for it yes so yeah. i was going to say tens of thousands <laughs> uh, what, what does he say like when when the fbi or the sheriffs talk to him what does he say
1: he says he knows okay. he knows he's being scammed but but he's doing this to reel them in and so he is just sucking them in and playing them so that he can catch them
0: you know um, what i have to tell you mark i get people who, who tell me like they do this with telemarketers like, oh, I have this I'm gonna say, Oh yeah, you know, I really wanna buy what you wanna buy. Can you hang on the line? And they but what they don't realize is that the scammers are recording their voice, and then they can they can use that voice for deep fake audio recordings that they can use to scam somebody else. It's like, okay, please, you know, you know, face palm here. Um anyway, it's called it's called Castidio. And it's, it's spelled with a Q, Q U S T O D I O, Q Studio. And I, you know what? Try it and then let me know. I'd really love to know back if it works. Oh, this is something that you might not know. With the brand new iOS 16 on iPhone, it has something called lockdown mode. We talked a little bit on the show before, and also we have a full write-up on the website. But this is something in extreme cases you might want to use because with messages, uh, the message t- attachments are normally blocked. Um, certain websites and technologies can be blocked. FaceTime calls are blocked unless you've previously called that person. Uh, shared albums are removed from the Photos app and then there's some configuration profiles. But phone calls and plain text messages will still work in lockdown mode. And so will emergency features. So if you want more information about lockdown mode, uh, just head over to the website. That's commando.com, k-o-m-a-n d o.com. And when you're there, just search for lockdown mode, and that would be two words. And speaking of the website, if you're not already getting more tech know-how for free from us, deliver to your inbox. Wow, you're just missing out. I'm telling you, the open rates on our newsletters, and that's when people get it, if they actually open it, it's over 50%, I mean, which is an industry-leading standard. Most people are happy if they can get, I don't know, 10 or 15%. So whether you're on Windows, Mac, Android, do you want to get some some small business tip, breaking news alerts, whatever it may be, head over to commando.com slash subscribe. Now, we make you this promise. We're not going to sell, lease, distribute your email address to anybody ever. Okay, we're we're not going to spam you, I promise you. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. Now, I'm sure you've heard about apps that parents will install on their kids' phones to see where they've been, they look at their web history, make sure they're not doing anything naughty, things like that. But now spy apps are the latest weapon in relationship drama. These secret keylogging apps uh, let you see your partner's email, their photos, text messages, uh, locations, social media accounts, basically anything that they're doing on the phone. Now, I don't want you to be totally paranoid that a spying app is on your phone but there are some signs for you to look for. Let's start at number one, your battery is draining faster than usual. And you're like, what's going on with that? All of a sudden you're getting notifications that your data usage is increasing. Your phone may be hot to the touch even though you haven't used it, okay? Um, You take a look at your screen time reports on your phone and it shows when you've used your phone, but you're like, whoa, I wasn't using my phone then. Maybe during some phone calls, you're hearing some strange sounds, maybe a crackling sound. Um, What you should also do is check your account at the Apple App Store, Google Play Store for any apps that you didn't download. And just because you think that your phone is acting weird doesn't mean that it is. And if you are concerned, just do a full factory reset. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.